The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Matt and Ed. And in our second in the series of crossover episodes with the Cigar Authority, we have Mr. Jonathan. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, so we know we had Matt on uh, Cigar Authority a few months ago. Well, yeah. a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, that was a good time. Well, since we have Jonathan on the show, today we are going to smoke a very special cigar. This was the Cigar Authority's Cigar of the Year. It is Nesta Miranda's special selection. Uh, this is the Toro, mm-hmm. and it is a Nicaraguan Puro. And what does that mean, Matthew? Well, it's all Nicaraguan tobacco. Oh, like do pure? tell. What do you know? Well, it has a <laughs> oh. it has a Habano wrapper, Criollo binder, and fillers from Condega, Jalapa, and Esteli. And is a five and a half by fifty four. Very interesting that this is a Toro. Uh, and it's five and a half inches. Most <laughs> yeah. most toros are six, six inches. Yeah. Yes, uh, you but think this like is six by forty-eight, right? Yeah, or six by fifty. Yep, mm. a little Modern thicker than a, a standard toro. I'm so used to because I, you guys, you guys already lit, and I'm used to starting our show <laughs> unlit uh, and then delivering a lighter pitch. So. I, just so I don't suffer from withdrawal, do you guys mind if yeah, I talk about it. my lighter it's here? It's an interesting lighter. So I'm going to light my cigar today with the Bugatti Mirage. Now, the Bugatti Mirage features two jets that flip out, and they flip out because most people light their cigar directly from underneath, and this allows you to get the jets out from underneath where the ash would fall in. Uh, another interesting feature about this lighter is the jets are removable. Oh. So if you end up with a problem with your jets, clean out the clogs and stuff. You oh. can clean them out, nice. but you can also just throw away this unit and put in a new set of jets, and you've got a fully functioning working lighter again. And uh, my other favorite feature about this is that the tank is not a typical fuel tank. They use a fuel cell. Oh, okay. So it's a fully contained can of butane for the bottom of the lighter. Kind of reminds me of a uh, like a CO two cartridge. Yeah. Or like a. To me, it's like loading a magazine on your handgun. Yeah. You've got uh, <laughs> plenty of firepower. So I'm going to light my cigar with the Bugatti Mirage today. So it works uh, both kicked out and straight up. Correct. Okay. I like it kicked out because again, you're not dropping the ash particulates in the. Jets, yeah, and following them. It like gives you a little bit more control. You can see exactly where it's going. And you guys know I smoke a lot of cigars, and we did an episode a couple of weeks ago where we counted the cigars that we smoked, and I got to about forty-one cigars in yeah, that so one it pales week. Pales in comparison to Ed here, right? Yeah, he he smokes <laughs> a lot more than I do, but I I get about three weeks out of a single one of these. Uh, tanks on the Bugatti Mirage. Yeah, right. that's a lot of light. So Ed, what do you got fe- yours? That features an easy adjustment, doesn't it? It does, it does feature an easy adjustment right on the side. Right in the thumb? Okay. Kick that up. And you know you don't need it right away because you got plenty of pressure in the tank. But as the tank starts to dwindle, just you turn it up, it up turn it up, turn it up. And it gives you probably about five cigars worth of notice hmm. before you are completely out 
So you really can start to notice when the flame starts to diminish. And they sell the tanks? The tanks are two ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. And, no. of course, just... we always recommend that you buy your local brick and mortar. So check and see if they have the Bugatti Mirage. And if they don't, you can always check them out at twoguyscigars.com. I think they uh, do some magic compression on the gas. So really that tank it's more it's, it's not just a normal like it's fill not tank. like a normal there's fill more but yeah there's more definitely more butane in mm. there yeah and you don't have to worry about bleeding it that's correct pretty handy because i think that's the number one issue that most consumers have with lighters is the bleeding of the lighter right everyone can fill it but the bleeding is the key hmm. i mean the other thing that's interesting too is when you have a lighter like that and you're bleeding it all the time and you're you're pressing up on that stem inside you know that's more wear and tear over exactly. time on a lighter versus certainly is. pop the cartridge out pop a new one in you're all done all done so for 99 bucks it's a pretty solid uh lighter yeah it's not all that bulky i carry it in my pocket all the mm-hmm. time and nothing to go wrong except maybe the jets and that's an easy and replace easy fix. Exactly. Yeah. they yeah. give you they give you the extra can of butane and they give you the extra set of jets with the yeah. kit when you mm-hmm. buy it yeah. So I have my extra set of jets in the kit right in the the side of my door. So I know exactly where it is. I've got my extra butane there. I'm ready probably to take roll. a bit of abuse too. Huh? Another cool mm-hmm. thing is if Aaron's lighter was out of fuel and he needed a quick hit, I you can pop my tank out tank. Oh, and uh-huh. I can fill his lighter with my tank. Wow. I didn't know that. that one. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... It's starting to get into the cigar. Uh, it's got some nice uh, sweetness along with the kind of a, I almost want to say hickory kind of smokiness. You know, it's got a surprising amount of sweetness for the amount of char and, uh, you know, uh, woodiness uh, to it. You know, it, that it, it, is still, a nice, it still comes through. It's a nice balance because a lot of times when you're dealing with that smoky component, it's just the smoke. You're not getting the wood along with it. And I do, I do enjoy that about this. Mm. Yeah, it's very it well blended. Has- Definitely has a nice full flavor to it, and it's definitely a little bit of sweetness. I'm definitely getting like a definitely getting a spice off of it. Yes, definitely yep. like a like a nice and I and I like a cigar with a little bit of spice to mm-hmm. it, or like a little bit of pepper. Not too much, but not a pepper bomb. But that's yeah, but yeah something that's, to keep your your palate, palate alive. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of one of those things that like really makes me excited when I smoke a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my go-to. It's like anything with a little bit of spice is always gets bonus points in my book. This uh, this cigar beat out the Aladino Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It beat out the back-to-back Nicaraguan, yep. the Guardian of the Farm Nightwatch, mm-hmm. the Henry Clay Warhawk, the HVC Series A, and the Christoph Shade Grown. So no slouches in that pack. Nope. Yeah, those are all great. And it it won handily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this was my choice for sure. Um, just because it's, there's so much going on, so much complexity to it, and just it really keeps you engaged. I also I enjoy the price point. Yeah, oh, yeah, which seven is seven and a half bucks. Crazy for a Toro seven sixty nine or a box for one hundred and thirty four ninety nine on twoguyscigars.com. Is that the number two? That's the number two. <laughs> guyscigars.com. Wow, you guys are really subtle with your commercials. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the pros do it. Yeah, but I think that's only if you don't have it in your local brick and mortar. You want to support your local business. Of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> hey, Matt, can I ask you a question? Of course. Does Jonathan make you uncomfortable? No. Well, you're almost off screen. You, he has a point there. You're way <laughs> far away. Oh, really? <laughs> he could be a little handsy. So I, I can move know. in. I'm not afraid of Jonathan. <laughs> oh, all right. I just didn't. I'm <laughs> not used to sitting on this end of the stage, so I'm just yeah. kind of figuring it out. You know, we could have just waited until he <laughs> fell off the edge. That would have been some great radio. 
I didn't even notice that, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Just drifted, uh, drifting further and further away. I, I could have moved the camera, but it would upset the symmetry of my shot. Mm. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. No, no, we mustn't upset the symmetry. <laughs> Actually, one of the things, um, this cigar had disappeared for a while, didn't it, Jonathan? The, there yes. was an original version, right? There was, and they uh, they they pulled it and reblended. Reblended, the yeah. So it's different than before. cigar itself, and they also updated the packaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's everything's nowadays. It's updating. One packaging. of the cool mm-hmm. things about the outside of the box is the burlap that's on the outside. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Although from a retail standpoint, it is a pain in the ass to get that <laughs> thing to display properly. You've got oh, to yeah. really cut that burlap with a sharp razor. And it starts then it to fray. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then it's everywhere. And yeah. Oh, man. So uh, why don't we do a top five? Yeah, let's do it. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So today's top five, I decided I was going to do something that, um, I don't know, it's one of the things that I kind of means a lot to me when I smoke a cigar. It's one of those things, uh, it's top five things. Can you take ha- your pants off? I'm not Mr. Jonathan. This isn't well, the cigar. Well, why are they off sure. right now? Sure. For people listening, they're like, what? You got awful sensual with your pitch there. Well, you know, I get a little excited. Getting nervous. Um, so my top five things are the top five things to have for dinner before you have a good cigar. Oh, okay. Uh, I like to enjoy a good meal and then have a nice solid cigar. Um, the number five is anything fried. Anything that's really mm. fried and just kind of like really like fills me to the gills. Always mm. – uh, like a fried chicken? Fried chicken. How about fried, fried clams? Yeah. Fried yeah. fried, mm. fried chicken, fried clams. You weren't very specific on that one. I fried. hope you get a little more specific as we go. because <laughs> I, I will get more specific. Yeah, I All think right. we should eat some food. You know, you know what I mean? Fried uh, desserts. Maybe I haven't, I haven't eaten in 24 hours. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, oh, so let's play it on oh, real. That's good. I don't know if this was the best. Perfect one for you. <laughs> <laughs> now it explains why you can be doing, you need a distance. You yeah. Watch your fingers. I'm He's hangry. Get, he is definitely hangry today. Yeah. Uh, number four. Is a good lobster dinner, something that's really you know very rich, huh? Especially in New England. Well, you what know? if you combined four and five and you fried the lobster? Fried lobster. So now you had a, that actually. That's a good idea. You're missing mm. out. Now you're having a party. Well, now or you could have a lobster roll with some fries on the side. That's and, true too. Yeah. As long as there's lobster, no mayonnaise in it, I'd be okay with it. No mayonnaise. Well, what's the? I don't dig on mayonnaise or Just ketchup. No ketchup? Mm. I don't like ketchup. Not even on your hot dogs? No, I don't. I definitely don't eat hot dogs. It's an abomination. (laughs) Number three, uh, a good pasta dish, like a chicken pasta. um, Something, you know, pasta is very filling to me. I'm Italian, so I like pasta dishes. Um, You a sauce guy or a gravy guy? I'm a sauce guy. You call it sauce? Yeah. Mm. I think some Italians would disagree with you. Yeah, some. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, that's just how it was in my family growing up. It was just sauce. I know there's a thing with the gravy but that's just not what we called it in my yeah house. Ne- neither here it's, it's, my grandmother was a sicilian and nope still sauce yeah it now, was just sauce do your did your grandmother make her sauce with uh meat base oh yeah so by all accounts that would be gravy and what about your mother uh yeah meat yeah i think that's gravy uh, well okay 
I don't know. <laughs> You're the food expert. I mean, out of the three of us, I would say. I mean, Jonathan's a I was clearly raised. the one who hasn't eaten in 24 hours. <laughs> I was raised on sauce myself, so I, I really shouldn't yeah. be pointing fingers or throwing stones over here. Maybe it's just a deep thing. <laughs> Might be. Um, number two, I got uh, chicken. Anything chicken. That's one of my favorite things to eat. Anything chicken-related. It's probably my favorite protein. It's just – it's so – can you put more than five seconds into your list next week? <laughs> Very vague oh, wow. on this one. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, what kind of chicken? I mean, I wouldn't do chicken marsala. I mean, I feel like that flavor would hang on and kind of affect well, your cigar. I wanted to that Popeye's like chicken that sandwich. Now, if you can get it. That was good. <laughs> where I disagree with you, Aaron, is if you, if you had something like a chicken marsala and it was heavy on the garlic, you could really have a strong Nicaraguan cigar or something strong in Just Honduran. To, to get rid of that flavor. That would, <laughs> I hate chicken marsala. So that that's would, why. So you're biased. Yes, you're biased. definitely. I want piccata. Chicken piccata. I don't. I honestly don't know the difference between the two, but I think I like them both. All right, you do. I do. Yeah. I'm not really big on chicken piccata. Hmm. I don't know. It's just not for me. No. No. The capers. If, I know. love the capers. Yeah, I can't do the capers. Hmm. It's just not me. And number one, a good steak dinner. Oh, All right. Got, I mean, least- that's. It's got to be steak. I mean, if you said salad, you would have been off the show. Like a good fillet <laughs> or a New York strip. Or ribeyes. How about a, really like surf good. and turf? You know, you get a, you could do surf and turf. You could. I'm a big fan of, and as is Ed Sullivan, and I've made it for him before. A black and blue tenderloin. Ooh. Nice. You just get the pan to where you touch it with the oil, and the oil starts smoking right away, and yep. you're just touching it. I don't know. Touching it. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh, it's heaven. It's good. And then it almost doesn't matter what cigar you have after that. And anything is good. Oh yeah. After a meal like that. What's your uh, go-to method for steak? Do you just do your uh, straight in the pan or on the grill, or do you do the oven thing? Where I'm a sous vide guy for the most oh, part, okay. but so really with uh, the addition of my Blackstone grill into my family, just to cooking, sear it at the end. I like uh, I like doing the John Carney tempered cooking method ah. that he taught me. It's you go a minute on each side, it rests for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. A minute on each side, you rest for ten minutes. You get the oven good and hot. Pop it in for three minutes. Let it rest for twenty minutes. And then build your crust on the outside, and you end up with a medium rare center, and it's pretty close to that color all the way through with a hard crust on the outside. This explains yeah. why you haven't eaten in 24 hours. It just takes you that long to prepare a meal. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's all about the buildup. Guilty. Yeah. The, I'm a fan of the cast iron first. Day. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And yep. then finish it in the oven. I actually usually uh, start in the oven and go for reverse. Huh? It's that age old debate of yep. whether to start or to finish with the sear. Uh, I like to start with the sear and then put it in the oven with some butter and herbs because mm-hmm. butter makes everything better. Of course. I, I don't disagree with you. Every so. Christmas, we, uh, my mother will do a, uh, a beef tenderloin and you know they sear it on the grill, then they cook it in the oven, and then she makes this amazing Madeira wine gravy with it. Absolutely. It's the only time of year we have it in the house. So every Christmas, it's like, I think that's the most important part of Christmas mm-hmm. is just the dinner. It's a Madeira wine gravy, not a sauce. Yeah, <laughs> it's you, a gravy. Then yeah. you, you grab yourself a Nesta Miranda special selection, go out on the deck and uh, that's right. have yourself a little one-man party. There you go. Yeah, and it's awesome. And talking about steak now, all I can take, taste is like the steak char yeah. with a little bit of like a dark, really dark chocolate, you know, a very... There is a, that sweetness room. does want to keep poking through. It's not allowing itself to be masked by the char, mm. which I think is important when you're smoking anything mm-hmm. that the flavors stand out on their own. Well, maybe it's got mole. I don't. A know little bit of chocolate and spice. I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, Sorry, Mexican. 
It's not a gravy. It's a sauce. Is that's it? that's yeah. a mole. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Learn something mole. new every day. <laughs> that's a mole. <laughs> Speaking of Italian. <laughs> well, actually, I have a question. Do you, Dave Garofalo obviously is Italian. Does he call it sauce or gravy? Oh, do you he a, changes what it is based on how he starts it. If he if it's going to be <laughs> a meatless item, then it's gravy. Oh. I'm sorry, then it's sauce. And if he starts with ground beef, then it becomes a gravy. Ah, okay. He's very particular. So about the beef that. inside, so that it's the gravy around that beef. That makes sense. There is some logic to it. It's not just. I was just know, raised. If it's English. red, it's sauce. <laughs> yeah. If it's brown, it's gravy. But yeah, the same here. Whatever. It's like what you're putting it on, even if it's a white, yeah. you know, it's still gravy. Unlike Jonathan, I just eat it. I don't care what I call it. He just calls it and doesn't eat it. Right, right. <laughs> just sit here angrily talking about food still. Getting more and more hangry by the second. All right, well, why do we uh, go to break? And when we get back, we'll continue smoking the Nestor Miranda Special Selection. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganor Salive stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salive different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salive. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. 
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Inejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking the Nestor Miranda Special Selection. And before you do anything else, go over to Facebook, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Like our boy Dean Sampson who checked in. Dean Sampson mm-hmm. always checks Give in. Him a shout out. In. He's one of our, our faithful live listeners. He's a good man. He yeah. gave us a howdy, so we should give him a howdy. Howdy back. in Texas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we always we always like him when Dean checks in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, uh, you guys are getting uh, yourselves prepared for your announcement of Cigar of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you guys have given some some really solid ratings. Yeah, this so year. we actually yeah. can actually go look back at our numbers and see what our, our top cigar for the year was, which is exciting. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. don't know what it is. but <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, don't tell me. Yeah, I, yeah. I like to be surprised. I'll just. I'll I'm listen. excited because obviously we really liked it. I'll so. listen yeah. to the podcast and. And hear it, hmm. yeah. So yeah, this is our first show of the new year. It's like I forgot. Which I'm not. I'm not. We were right before the new year mm, <laughs> in the last one. We don't give out ratings on the Cigar Authority. Yep. We just smoke it and we discuss the cigar and Trash Barry for his ratings. That's, well, because his right. ratings are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100 percent with Barry. I do not. <laughs> what the hell is that? That palette shouldn't even be available on this show. No, Very, that's a cigar uh, confused, authority. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you know? Sometimes also, you I, find out. I think on next week's episode, when we do announce our Cigar of the Year, we will have a special guest with us as well to help us. We'll try, man. Well, yeah. we got to try. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it's not me because I'm on this week. Yeah, so. yeah we said special. Yeah, no. yeah we said special. <laughs> You're not special. This is your <laughs> final appearance as far as I know. Perfect. <laughs> as far as you know or as far as you're concerned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be sitting here, mic's off, you know. <laughs> we had to drag him up here today. I disagree with Ed Sullivan 100%. <laughs> Yeah, we're not getting a soundbite from that. See, there's a soundbite you can say for Cigar Authority. Did you consider having a snack? <laughs> yeah. No. I, I think it might improve something. your disposition. Honestly, Ed Sullivan, I've pushed Dave into this fasting thing, and he would come and say oh, he's hungry and he wants to eat a snack, and I would encourage him not to. And what kind of person would I be if I caved? Reasonable. Yeah. Right. So I can't <laughs> cave. Lead by example. Right. got to lead right. by example. See, you have less to lose weight-wise than he does. Which is so, why it's so much more so difficult. If you get yeah, hyper-competitive, so you you're going to die starve. before he even gets skinny. I don't think I'll die. <laughs> well, do you at least have like a good dinner plan for tonight that'll help? I got a dinner plan. Make this worth it? Do you come back uh, soft, like kind of take it easy, or do you dive right into something heavy? Oh, no. I'm going... Are you deep frying? Spoon deep into a <laughs> chicken lasagna tonight. Oh, oh. Nice. Oh. oh, now I'm hungry too. <laughs> I'm jealous. It's I probably can... made with sauce. I've been fasting for the last <laughs> yeah. uh, four hours. So, so I'm, I'm pretty hungry already too. I can't go much longer than that before I'm like, oh, I need to eat something. <laughs> Honestly, once you get outside of the six to eight hour range, you uh, you don't get more hungry. Yeah, no, your body just for the most part. stops. Today yeah. has been difficult. Really? But- Man, especially after the holidays. Gosh, all I want to do is just eat all the time, you know? Because yeah. It becomes an addiction. Good, like, week of solid eating. Yeah, you, no, put, you put on holiday weight, you know? I appreciate that you brought me a giant plate of meat when you weren't eating. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't yeah. easy either. It was, no. Just found it on the road. It, it was, was delicious. Just, it was looking. very good. Yeah. yeah. No, it tasted as good as it looked. I'm glad. You mm. would have loved it. I would have. Did mm. you cook that on the Blackstone Grill? No, I sous vide that and then mm, busted indeed. it out the frying pan. How long mm. does a sous vide take? I mean, it's, it's, it's a long, hour slow per cook, inch right? Yeah, of thickness. Mm, yeah. You could leave and come back to it. I guess that would work out for me, maybe, if I had the attention span. It, it works out if well if you're <laughs> working in a cigar store. That's and true. You've got and you can other check on stuff that. to do. Yeah, yeah. I get here early. That's true. Pop it in the pan, set it, and forget it. Walk away. And <laughs> if I come in late, I come in late. It's it's always the perfect temperature. Mm. Yeah, right, yeah that's that's, because it doesn't go above that point. There's no overcooking. Kind of your cooking strategy, right? A lot of things can sit for a long time and then they get finished. Well, sometimes you get tied up with podcasts and you can't true. eat at a reasonable time. Mm. I'm the same way. I could get busy downstairs. So how does this whole rating thing work? Well, we'll get to that after we hear yeah. from Old Fart Freddy. Well, you know what time it is. I think I do. It's time <laughs> once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. I want to talk to you about breakfast pastry. When I was a kid, we had donuts. Three kinds to be exact, plain, powdered sugar, and jelly. Today there are hundreds of donuts, along with bagels, danish, croissants. But I got one question. What the hell is a cronut? It sounds painful. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. 
Corona. It's a, it sounds like it's for the birds. I don't think I've ever had a great pun. I've had the cronut. I'm not a fan. No? Is it a, a, a croissant donut kind of thing? Is yeah. That the deal? I think Dunkin' Donuts had one for like a little while. And they were charging ago, yeah. a lot extra for it. And it like, because, donuts. you know, it's made fresh, right? My, uh, my boy <laughs> Tristan over here knows what to smoke. He's got the Nesta Miranda Special Selection Toro. That's all Good right. man. It's what the buzz is about. Yeah. <laughs> cigar of the year right there. Yeah, it's still going well. So the cigar of the year. Mm. The, yeah. Because, you know, everything else is just a copy. Correct. Well, since <laughs> right? 1992, yeah. you know, you've, you originate it and then uh, it gets ripped off. I don't, I honestly don't know how Dave gets up in the morning without being angry all the time because <laughs> he's been copied so many times. Well, he just has employees you can take it out on and just gets all that anger out. Now. No truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I, I've never seen Dave mean, but... Uh, Aaron won't be on the show next yeah. week because he's going to be fired. He's always nice to me. I don't work here, so... <laughs> well, I mean, some truth has to be said that there is a reason why it's called the Cigar Authority. I mean, you have the authority over yeah. everyone else. He named it. Yeah, he named it. I mean, that's easy. <laughs> so, about, uh, in my opinion, that's the best name you could have named it. Yeah. Name Put it yourself Self-proclaimed. That's yeah. right. You become what you you uh, label yourself, right? I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you think we can explain to Mr. Jonathan how this cigar rating works? Yeah. So first we pick a cigar that we already like because <laughs> <laughs> we smoke what we want here. So so nothing's going to get a low number, obviously. Um, well, unless it's from Ed. Yeah. Right. Ed's, Ed's pretty strict on his rating. Um, really, strict. anything above a 90 rating is exceptional. You know, okay. it's like if you get into the 80 range, you've got a good cigar. It's definitely worth smoking. Get above a 90. It's like you definitely should find this and try it. Like, see, that's my approach, Jonathan, is I, I rate them about the same way as I would for cigar journal. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm not as nice as the people who know what the cigar is. I'm just smoking it in the same way I would. Hmm. Do you compare every cigar you smoke to like? Your favorites, like I don't know. Yeah, do you have a, Do you have a benchmark <laughs> of this is what a cigar, a perfect cigar, should be? I, I haven't had a perfect one yet. Hmm. Really? No, I'm still working on it. How you many have you ever had done? A hundred rating, huh? I don't <laughs> typically count them. That was sort of a one-off. Yeah. I'd say you know average. Average. Average, which would be well, because really you've got to consider price point for yep. me, anyways. So yeah. the fact that this is a lower price point for yeah, the level of body that you're getting, right? And what a lot of people don't realize is when you get into fuller-bodied cigars, you're starting to encroach typically on the twelve-dollar range, mm -hmm. and that's because you're going to pay for that Lajero that's in there. This is a fuller-bodied cigar, but the price point somehow is in that. Seven and a half range, which yeah. is really which is pretty exceptional. Nowadays, I would yeah. imagine that it would get more points for that. Mm. I'm going to give it more points for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. not a specific point value for the value of the cigar, but yeah, it's it's always in the back of your mind at least because a typical consumer is going to be like, well. Am I going to get what I paid for? Yeah, yeah if you're going to recommend a cigar, you want to make sure that it, someone is going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the best cigar ever. How much was it? $100? And it's like, well, well I mean, you could the, take one the of, word for it, I guess. I mean, one <laughs> argument you could make, though, is that there are people who come into the store and, you know, there's, I mean, well, there's two types of people. There's people who go buy, you know, a cigar that's, they, they want to they want to buy something that's expensive because they just have this assumption that, well, if I buy a cigar for $30, it's going to be better than everything else versus a guy who's like, it's not about the price for me. It's just about what I how I think it tastes and yeah. what what my flavor profile is and they don't care what it costs. There is a huge difference though between a five dollar cigar and a ten dollar cigar. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it you you are getting a cigar that is twice as good, I believe, from five to ten. You go from ten to twenty 
and you're half again better. It's not a twenty dollar cigar is not <laughs> twice as good as a ten dollar cigar necessarily. Yeah. When you start getting into the thirty dollar range, they they better be doing some magical shit to that tobacco. <laughs> there's so few cigars that I believe are worth thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and listen, I'm I'm a Byron guy. I like the Disquinditos right now. We just got, but they're doing something magical. So. They are doing something magical. Yeah, that's, that's a magical. If cigar, it lives up to that cigar right. is that cigar is my top one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't get the Grand Poema at the moment, so uh, Disquinditos has been a a welcome addition to my regular smoking. Well, if you had to put the two up against each other, what would you pick? That becomes mood. Mm. Yeah, becomes mood. Sometimes mm. I'm just in the mood. The the Disquinditos is a little fuller flavored, a little fuller bodied. And the Grand Poema is a little on the sweeter side, so that's that's mood based. Yeah. All right. I'm well, ready for my rating. Yeah. Why don't yeah. we do a rating, uh, Matt? Do you want to start? Why don't we let Jonathan go first? He's the guest on the show. He's so raring to go. Oh, oh. I feel like we should write well, him down. Also, I don't want to influence anybody. Well, also well, at the same time, I got like, my you, number like you said before, the Cigar Authority, you guys don't give a rating. Only, that's true. Well, Barry does online, but so since you gave the Cigar of the Year. Why don't you well, tell I didn't it personally? Well, <laughs> yes, as a as a group, I obviously. would say I would say given given the price point and the complexity and the flavor, I I would say it's a ninety two. Okay. If I got this blind in Cigar Journal magazine, that's that's where I would put it, and that's that's how I when I knew I had to give it a rating. Mm. That's the only time I give things ratings. Mm-hmm. So if I smoked this blind, it would get a ninety two. Okay, uh, I'm actually going ninety four. Uh, because of the complexity to it, that it still has the sweetness, even with the the char and the spice. Yeah, more spice on it's the second half here. Yeah. That pepper has so much going on. a little more forward. And the price point may be a factor. Like, you know, it's me, I'm more of a mood-based. But yeah, it's the, the for the price point, I, I would be happy with this, even not knowing the price. But knowing that it's really an affordable cigar, I mean, that's huge. If it was $10, I think it would still be a good value. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. $12, I'd be totally content, content with it. Yeah, I mean, I've already had like 10 or 12 of these since... Today? <laughs> no, not today. Just like in the last month or so um, since I, I came across it. And uh, it's it's one of my favorites. And I give it a 93. Okay. It's 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 right where, you know, like I said before, it has the spice. It has that 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 fuller flavor. That's Those are the kind of things that I just love to smoke all the time. So this is right in my wheelhouse. Okay. Ed? Uh, apparently, I was very influenced by Jonathan because uh, <laughs> I, I had a 92 as well. Okay. Oh. You know, it's not as full-bodied as what I normally smoke, but mm-hmm. great flavor, good complexity, especially when you take the price into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I didn't. I think yeah. it stands as a 92 on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're at a 92 plus, almost 93. Yeah. So that's, that's good. It's a solid score for the Cigar of the Year. Not bad. I enjoy it. My a cigar of the year. There'll be a different one next week. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, be the real cigar, cigar of the year. The actual <laughs> cigar. Now, do you guys have to put an asterisk next to yours if uh, you're saying it's cigar of the year? No, it's what we do what we want. So okay. why? Why? Because it's not cigar authority approved. <laughs> you guys are. You guys have my approval for what it's worth. You have my approval. Oh, now I almost want to change it. <laughs> no. Well, let's see. We're not constrained by the same rules. Either yeah, true. Cigar there are authority. no rules. They don't no. have to be new cigars. They, yeah, and Barry it could had be limited to do release it. cigars even. Yeah, I think the only thing we do is not choose the same one, just because that's. Copying. We're not going to copy. Yeah, <laughs> well, we don't. We don't want to be another person that copies I, Dave. I copied Jonathan's rating. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're fired. 
You can't uh, do that because no one else can run the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm not his boss. Well, <laughs> so. you could run the show. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, well, could he? Yeah. He could press buttons. Yeah. He yeah. could, but he won't. He just doesn't That's want true. to. So right. we're at uh, roughly 93, like 92.75. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just just don't shy of 93. So we'll, we'll say 93 just to round up. All right. Why Why not? Not? Hey, Nestor deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, good yeah, man. when he was on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, man, way funnier than I would ever picture in my head. Yeah, he has some amazing stories. He's I, a never, I really loved that. Never met him in person, but he's man, a character. Yeah, yeah. like very get different a chance, personality than I was expecting. If he's ever going to be at your local cigar shop and they're doing an event, not only should you check out the Nesta Miranda special selection, they've got a variety of other cigars. Uh, one that comes to mind is the Don Lino Africa, which mm-hmm. we launched very on the good show. Cigar, yeah. He is. Such a good guy in person. He's just down to earth. He can tell a joke. He can hang in, in there with a conversation with anybody. And he was throwing jabs at Dave, which not many people do. So funny story <laughs> about <laughs> Nestor. We were he had come uh, to pitch us cigars maybe five six years ago, and we were playing basketball with uh, United Cigar. This was around March Madness time, basketball wise. So we're all launching ashes at the ashtray. And he walks in and says, what the hell's going on here? So we explained to him, and he had his Nesta Miranda that he was smoking. So he had about an inch of ash and walked up to the line, sank it first shot, and said, now I retire. <laughs> and went down and sat down <laughs> and never do took another shot. Yeah, when he was here for the Cigar Authority a few weeks ago, uh, I came in, and he was just sitting down in the lounge, just hanging out with everyone else. Regular guy. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet him, and I thought he was an amazing guy. And I was so excited to hear all of his stories on the show. And mm. he's just one of those guys. Very, very We're going to have him back on, and he's going to tell us the story of his company, which is harrowing, to say the least. Mm. Yeah. The, Sounds really interesting. The uh, amount that he was up, and then how it came plummeting down, and very, very good story. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to The Assholes, broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Go over to unitedpodcastnetwork.tv, and you can check out all our past episodes and some other great podcasts that you should really check out. We will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.